Thank you for being tuned into another episode of the Urban Intellectual Show. And I am your host, the God, the motherfucking truth. Yeah, we back at him with another episode. Shout out to y'all. Y'all are amazing. Y'all are great. And guess what? I'm feeling good. You know why? Because today is Father's Day. And the amazing thing about today is this is the one day where us as fathers, you know what I'm saying? Because of for those of you that don't know, you know what I'm saying? I have sons, you know what I'm saying? And they are amazing, you know what I'm saying? Like, my sons, they actually video, they, they FaceTime me today. And I was actually shocked. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know about y'all kids, man. But, you know, I'm all about being transparent. I'm all about being real. I'm all about being unedited on this show because I want y'all to understand who the hell I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate the one listener that I may have, you know what I'm saying, that gives a fuck about what's the God of Truth has going on. So, my younger boys, you know what I'm saying, Aiden and Austin. You know, they actually video called me earlier. They actually FaceTimed me. And I was pleasantly surprised because them, you know what I'm saying, they don't, they're terrible. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't show any emotion when it comes to me. Now, for Mother's Day, oh, we want to get mom this and oh, we want to get mom that. And, you know, I'm just like, man, you guys don't have a job. Y'all don't have any money. So where are you going to get all these things that it is that you seek? But, lo and behold, you know what I'm saying, I'm the one that actually takes them to, you know, the store and they pick out the card that they want and they pick out the gift that they want. And I actually let them present that to their mother because I stress the importance to them. Like, hey, y'all mother is an amazing woman and, you know, y'all are blessed to have an amazing woman as y'all mother. So, you know, Mother's Day. It should not go unnoticed. Y'all should show y'all mother how much y'all appreciate her. And, you know, I think they do. You know what I'm saying? I think they do a good job of showing her. But I don't never get the same energy on Father's Day, man. Can y'all help me understand it? Like, Father's Day, you know what I'm saying? I may get a call. I may get a text. I'll die. You know, uh, you know, dad, you know, you don't, need any, you don't really need anything. You don't really... Oh, dad, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, it's like, forget me. I, I can't even get a card. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd at least accept a card, man. Can I get a card at least? Like, thank you. But, yeah, um, you know, they actually FaceTime me today, and I'm appreciative of whatever I get. So, the fact that I actually got a FaceTime today while I was still laying in the bed relaxing. Oh, excuse me. While I was still laying in the bed relaxing, I thought it was amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciated it, man, to the 10th degree. So, uh, yeah. You know, AJ, you know, he's, of course, a little bit older. So, AJ, he, I'm just shocked to even get a text from him. You know, if I can get a text, you know what I'm saying? You know what? Thank you, son. I appreciate it. You know, it's 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 appreciated. So, yeah. You know, my little boys, they, you know, they FaceTime me and AJ. And mind you, they're all brothers, you know, same mother, you know what I'm saying? Of course, same father, which is me. You know what I'm saying? You would think that they do pretty much everything the same, but no, totally different. Three separate individuals. But yeah, they FaceTime me today and they text me, so, you know, I take what I can get. It actually made me think of my father. You know what I'm saying? God rest my father's soul, man. He passed away in 2015. My father, he was an amazing man. He was a hard-working man. 
And it wasn't until this point, you know what I'm saying, in my life now, as an adult, that I actually value all the things that he taught me, you know what I'm saying, growing up. So, to give y'all a little background, you know what I'm saying, on my father, man, he's a hardworking man. He comes from, you know what I'm saying, a hardworking background. My father, he did not have more than a third grade education. Because I don't, for whatever reason, back in those days, well, I'm gonna give y'all a little background on me. Like, I have older parents. Like, my parents, you know what I'm saying? Like, my mother, she's still alive. She just turned 73. And my father, he would have been 76. So, you know, I have, you know, older parents. I was one of those, I guess you could call it a oops, baby. Like, you know, they later on in life, you know, late 30s, almost 40s, you know, oh, another child. You know, new marriage, new wife, new, you know. Of course, my parents, you know, had children, you know what I'm saying, before they actually, you know, met and made me and my sister. So, my um, siblings, I have siblings that are in their 50s. I have nieces and nephews that are the same age as me, like crazy and oddly enough, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, my parents, you know what I'm saying, they are older parents. So, back in the day, in my father's day, man, like uh, the goal was to work. You know what I'm saying? So he didn't go to school. He didn't do anything but work. Because, the, the you know, the crazy thing about it, I did not know my father could not read until I was in high school. And I was applying, you know what I'm saying, for different colleges, man. And I was needing him, you know what I'm saying, to uh, fill out, you know what I'm saying, fast for, you know, information. And, you know, I felt like, you know, because I had talked to my aunt, you know, I talked to my aunt Lisa. I was like, you know, Aunt Lisa, you know, dad know I'm trying to get out of here. He know I'm trying to do something good. He know I'm trying to do great. You know what I'm saying? And I just don't feel good because he's holding me back. I said, I put papers on his desk. He is not reading these papers. He is not doing anything that he needs to do as far as me progressing in life. And I'm just over it. And my aunt Lisa said, baby. It's not that your daddy don't want to fill out the papers. He just can't read them. I was like, what? Mind you, growing up, my father paid bills, man. He counted money every week. I promise you, I would have not known that my father could not read had my Aunt Lisa not told me. Because he was like an everyday functioning adult. You know what I'm saying? I would have never known that my father could not read because, like I say... Hell, he counted money, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would see him, you know, read different stuff. But my aunt told me that he learned to memorize certain symbols and certain phrases to know what it meant. He couldn't actually see a new word and, like, sound it out and put it together. Like, if it was something like he was used to saying, like, I love you. He knew what the symbols meant to know that, okay, that means I love you. So I could look at that and show him. And I'd be like, I would write him like a Father's Day card and be like, thank you, Dad. I love you. He memorized how thank you looked. He memorized how I love you looked. So he would know that the card said, thank you, I love you. But he couldn't actually read it. He could actually memorize it. He would memorize the symbols and how words look to know what they meant. So, I mean, hell, I guess my pops was a genius at the same time because... Hell, he had me food. I literally went my whole life not knowing that my father couldn't read. So, like I say, you know, shout out to my pops. You know, going back fast forward, like I am now at the point in life to where me having my own sons, 
I appreciate my father on a whole nother level because all of the things that he was teaching me, all of the values that he was trying to instill in me, I actually get those now. And I didn't understand them before. Like, I remember, like, my most embarrassing job with my father, man. I'm going to tell y'all the whole story, man. Y'all don't laugh. Y'all just listen, man, and, and understand it. So my popsy was a hustler, man. Outside of, like, working, you know, seven to seven, you know, outside of that, he was a uh, hustler. So it would be sometimes where we would go to, like, the the Iron Pile is what he called it. And this pile is basically junk that he done hauled for, let's say, a month straight. It could be somebody's old hot water heater that went out. It could be somebody's uh, washer and dryer that went out. It could be like an old car that somebody had sitting in the backyard and say, you know what? I just want this vehicle gone. Like, if you can move it, you can have it. You know, so my pops, he had like a, a iron or like a steel pile. So we would haul off of that, you know what I'm saying, and turn that into the the scrap yard. And he would sell that. He would sell like scrap metals. So then outside of scrap metals, my pops, he sold produce. So he had this thing where like we would drive to like the country outskirts of, like Arkansas. I'm talking about some like Hope, Arkansas, where President Bill Clinton is from. Like we would drive to like Hope and we would get like trailer and truckloads of watermelon so if you buy them in bulk you know you could get you know what i'm saying a bulk of watermelons for maybe two dollars a melon you know so my pops he would go down to hope arkansas where president bill clinton grew up and he would go to the hope watermelon they used to have like a hope watermelon fest like all that you know cool stuff like to where you would have like a whole you know festival a whole weekend dedicated to just watermelon so my pops he would go down there and he would buy a truck and trailer load of watermelons and you would drive through the field and they'll actually load the watermelons and all that good you know cool stuff you know, that's what he would do so um he would maybe pay like two dollars a melon and they'd be big you know full nice size and he would turn around come back here you know what i'm saying where we were from and he would actually sell the melons for maybe $10 a melon. So every melon that he sold, he was making an $8 profit. So me and my brother Randy, this was our job. You know, we worked for my father. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That was the crazy thing about him. You know, he, we never wanted for anything growing up. Like, whatever it is that we wanted, whatever it is that we desired, man, whatever it is that anything that we actually wanted, my father would get us whatever we wanted. But, you know, coming Saturday morning, we were loading up watermelons and we were going to the market to actually sell them. So, my dad, he was real big on customer service, man. Real big on customer service. So, it wasn't enough to just have the melons in the back of the truck and trailer and present them out there. And people walk up and, hey, is that a melon? Because he always had a sample melon, too. Like, he would let you actually try a watermelon before you bought it so he would have a sample melon as well and um you know it wasn't enough that he just had a sample melon sitting out there for them to actually try before they buy me and my brother had to stand on a corner and yell this you know verbatim i'm gonna say this man and y'all don't laugh at me we would have to stand on the corner and say 
Watermelons. Come get your fresh watermelon. We had to say it exactly like that. If we didn't say it like that, my pops would be like, no. Say it again. Say it like you mean it, man. Like, the customers, they want the watermelon, but you got to sell it to them. So me and my brother would stand on the corner. Watermelon. Come get your fresh watermelon. And I hated it, man, because I would have classmates. I would have teammates riding by, poking me, and having, you know, the laugh of their life. Hey, man. We seen you over there, you know, off Asher, man, selling watermelons. I'm like, yeah, dude, I was selling watermelons, man. I do that with my dad on the weekend. So, lo and behold, like I say, me and my brother, we got whatever we want to clothes, shoes, gaming system, bikes, mopads, forward, whatever we wanted. Like, we got it going up. But every weekend, man, we had to go with Pops, man, and actually work. So, um, I don't know. I end up being a little bit like that with my sons now, man. I don't actually give them anything. Like, I let them know that everything that you get in life, man, is earned. You have to work for it. So, um, yeah, like, as far as, you know, working, you know, selling watermelons with my dad on a weekend to, you know, actually, um, he wasn't big on, you know, buying things new. My pops was always about, you know, recycle slash refurbish. So, you know, it come, you know, that time where it's time to build, you know what I'm saying, my first car. And he could have very well went and bought, you know what I'm saying, my first car. But he felt like I would have more pride in my first car if I actually built my first car. So, you know, to build my first car, we went and bought a body. We went the body. And in the body of a car is basically the doors, the fenders, you know, front wheels, back wheels. It's basically everything except the motor and transmission. So he said, all right, son, pick you out a good body, and we'll go to the junkyard and find you a good motor and transmission. Mind you, you know what I'm saying? It takes a while to find a body, you know, found me a body. And then after I found me a body, you know, I was like, you know, what type of motor and transmission I get, Pops? He's like, well, I'm a Chevy man, son. And I stand by the 350 full bolt main. That's the best motor and transmission you can have. But guess what? They're not in everything. They are in old school vans. So I don't know if y'all ever pulled the motor out of a van, man. But shit, it's hard. It's not easy. So we would literally go to the junkyard and try to find old wrecked vans because his this was his logic. If the van is wrecked and it has the motor and transmission in it, guess what? It was running at the time of the accident. So that's how you know, son, that you can get a good motor. If you find a wrecked, you know what I'm saying, like SUV or wrecked you know, van out here, that's how you find you a good 350 motor. But after pulling these motors, man, and working in the hot sun and dealing with that, I discovered that just because a vehicle is wrecked doesn't mean that motor's in good condition after the accident. So I would pull motors, man, and they be ticking and talking and metal scrapes and this going on, that going on. You would literally have to pull about three or four motors before you actually found a good motor. But... That was my pops, you know what I'm saying? Pull a motor for a couple hundred or go spend a couple thousand on a new one. So y'all already know he going to pull a motor for a couple hundred. So, you know, find a motor, you know what I'm saying, transmission, put that in. You know, he preferred being packaged. Like, 
motor transmission together. And then, you know what I'm saying, you got yourself something. So, yeah, man, between, you know, building, you know, motors, you know, and transmissions and redoing cars with my pops, man, it actually made me value a dollar because one thing about him, you know what I'm saying? My pops, he was a hard-working man. He worked six days a week and hustled on that day off. So it wasn't, like I say, it wasn't until now that I actually got to the point where, man, I can appreciate the values and things that he was instilling in me because at the time I didn't get it. I just felt like he was being hard on us. I felt like he had a job for us every weekend. I felt like he was always trying to make us do something. Lo and behold, he was just trying to teach us how to be men, man. And I thank him, and I appreciate him, and I love him to this day because guess what? You know what I'm saying? If not for him being the type of man that he was, man, I wouldn't be the man that I am today, man. So, Pops, you know, I know you can hear this, man, and you're shining down on us. We appreciate all the stories. We appreciate all the morals, the values, ethics, all the lessons in life that you taught us, man, that at the time we just didn't get, we didn't understand. Because you had a different way of actually teaching and helping us understand. So, uh, you know, today's episode, man, is dedicated to my pops, man. Like, you know, the, the, the lessons in life, it took you actually passing away and me going through them with my own sons, man, to actually see that it was a purpose behind everything that, you know, you were doing, man. And, um. I truly, I truly love you, and I truly appreciate you. So, yeah, this week's episode, man, it's not going to be anything crazy. It's not going to be too long, man. It's going to be, you know, a dedication to my pops, man. A super chief. That's what they called him, man. He was a jack of all trades, man, and a master of nothing. <laughs> you know, if, I, if you heard me say that, man, he'd crack up, man. But he was definitely a bona fide hustler, man, like. Between working and retiring from a job 36 years, never taking a day off, man. He valued his family. He valued his children. And he just always wanted us to be better than what he was, man. And, uh, yeah, I truly, I truly appreciate him for that. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to take today, man, uh, you know, sit back and honor him and think about him. And I challenge y'all to do the same, even if it's not a biological father. Even if it's somebody, you know, that was a step-parent, you know, a stepfather. Even if somebody that was just a positive role model, you know, in your life, man. Take the time to actually, you know, appreciate them today, man. Because, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's definitely, you know what I'm saying, appreciated, you know, fathers. I know, you know, it doesn't get the same, you know, it doesn't carry the same weight as Mother's Day. Because, you know, of course, mothers are the giver of life, but. You know, if you had a father, man, that was somewhat of a positive, you know, role model in your life, man, take today, you know what I'm saying, to actually, you know, honor him and respect him and let him know, like, hey, you know, pops, like, you didn't have to be there because there are a lot of absent fathers. You didn't have to be there, but I appreciate you, you know, taking the time to actually be there. So, yeah, happy Father's Day, man, to all, you know, my siblings, you know what I'm saying, happy Father's Day to know all my uncles, my cousins, my family, man. Happy Father's Day to any fathers, man, that are listening to this episode. Man, happy Father's Day, you know what I'm saying, to all the men, you know, and, you know, 
even if you're, you know, a woman that, you know, plays the role as a man, you know, because, you know, you have a lot of, you know, women that are in the LBGT, you know, plus community that step up, man, and go hard, you know, for these children every day as well that play the role as a father, that actually identify, you know, as men. So, shout out, man, to everybody that, man, plays an integral part in a child's life. And, you know, whether, you know, these are not your biological children or you're a coach or you're at a community center or you're a teacher, like, shout out to everybody, man, that plays an integral part in a child's life, man, is that father figure. You know, today is our day. We bask in the glory, man, and it's appreciated. So, from Stagall to Truth, like, happy Father's Day. On that note, you know, I'm going to wrap this episode up. Like I always say, man, if the most high say the same, I'll be back next week to do my thing. Y'all stay smooth and cool. Peace.